Hello, and welcome to the Vibrant MD podcast, where we talk weight loss, women's health, and food. I'm Dr. Heather Awad, a family doctor in Minnesota, and I am your host. Thank you for being here today. Hello, my vibrant friend. I've been thinking a bit about nighttime eating lately, and I want to do a series on that. So I'm going to break it up into three parts because I like these to be, these podcasts to be not too long. So we'll go with that. Today, we're going to talk about how if you don't take a break during the day, that it can lead to nighttime eating. And don't leave me yet because the next thing we're going to talk about is how to actually take a break when it seems like you cannot take a break how to get it in there and what to do. So, and then the next thing I wanna talk about a little bit is why your productivity is actually better with breaks. Now, the reason I wanted to talk about this topic in particular was I just took a two week break from the podcast. I traveled for over a week, did very small amounts of work, just did some coaching, which was nice, and put a lot of my work otherwise on the back burner. And I'll tell you, I've been trying to come up with some ideas for my program on how we can reorganize it so it's a better experience for my clients. And I've been really struggling with it and working long hours before my trip and then just doing nothing. I sat there one day and thought, oh, I know exactly what to do to make this better, to organize it so that it's so easy and an even better experience for my clients who are losing weight. So it's amazing how just stopping really helped a lot. So let's jump in. How not taking a break can lead to nighttime eating. Now I wanna tell you, stay with me. I I really understand you with this. I remember these days too. And a lot of my memories of this are, are from doctor work, but I remember pushing through all day long, never stopping, doing charting and looking at labs while I was eating at my desk over my very short uh, mealtime break midday. I've talked to, I can't tell you how many doctors who say they don't go to the bathroom for eight hours because I don't have time to go to the bathroom. And I thought, wow, I'm sure they're not drinking anything, so they're dehydrated. And honestly, let's face it, they're holding it. So horrible stress. So, so much built up stress. All this built up stress for the day can be one of the factors that sends you into eating out of control at night. So how does that happen? What it does is it leads to mindless eating, either at the end of the day or into the evening. So some some of the stories I've heard are things like when the patients are all gone or the clients are all gone, then uh, for a doctor they're charting and then they have like their bag of nuts that they just chew and chew and chew on and and they use it to kind of buffer the feelings of the end of the day. Also for many people, the happy hour eating and drinking you know, you're at your office and everyone's like, oh, let's go out. And you've just really motored through the day, pushed really hard, taken no breaks. And then you get there and you have this euphoria of being done because you can't work at the restaurant. But then you also go into mindless eating or drinking where you're buffering away your stress and just feeling like you deserve this. So you should just eat until oftentimes till you feel sick or eating things that you normally wouldn't eat because you're like, I deserve this, it's a special treat. But when you're on a weight loss journey, that just doesn't serve you, right? But it's a way of just being mindless. And one of the things we really need is to be more mindful or really just paying attention a small amount to what we put into our mouths and nourish our bodies with. And the other one is that 
sometimes after the kids are in bed, after, you know, you're a professional woman, you've worked all day, and then you come home and you have your evening shift, which is working unpaid work with your family, which is enjoying your kids, but also doing all the dishes and, and getting all the stuff done that has to be done at night, whether it's homework or uh, cleaning up toys, um, you know, depending on the age of your kids. And so then once they're in bed, then you're like, oh, you know, uh, now I'm going to relax. Now I'm going to have my food treat, which, you know, is oftentimes more than what you would normally plan for yourself. So, you know, I had a, a client recently that made me think of this too, because she had this, what I would call a thought error. And she said, it's normal to comfort yourself for the bad emotions of the day. And would everyone actually agree with that? Could you get 100% of the people to agree with that? I know that some people do agree with that and some people do not. Even if you agree that it's normal, does it serve you? If you're on a weight loss journey, which this client was, then the question is, well, do you want to keep doing that or can you find a different way? So let's talk about the different way. Uh, really, we do need to take breaks during the day. You know, we have federally mandated rules about taking breaks and those are for a reason. Now, do you have to take two 15 minute breaks during the day plus a half hour for lunch? You don't. And I know that a lot of you can't. And so that's not completely necessary to do it with a, the letter of the law, but there are ways to take a break when you have a stressful, busy work day. One way, probably the most simple one, is to do a 90 second break where you uh, sit in a chair, maybe a different chair than you're in, or you stand up, maybe near a window, maybe in a quiet place, but you wanna have two feet on the ground and just kind of feel your two feet on the ground and listen to your breath for 90 seconds. If you can't go anywhere else, maybe turn your chair around so your back is to your desk. It just tells your body and your brain, oh, we're doing something different. And then listen to your breath for 90 seconds. You can actually hear the sound of it and if you aren't hearing the sound of it, make it louder and thoughts will come in and then you can just redirect your brain again to the sound of your breath. And literally in 90 seconds, you can have a real break that will be meaningful to your brain and will help you not eat so much at night. Another way to take a break is to eat not at your desk. This was the one that I did a lot did I really get more done and make my day better? I actually don't think I did. The best days were, you know, one of the last places that I worked in primary care, we had a doctor's room where we all had our desks. And sometimes I'd sit there and start working at my desk, but if someone else came in, then I'd turn around and we'd just sit and eat. And it literally took probably five to seven minutes, but eating and talking with someone else while I had my lunch, you know, was just, it was better. It really helped my brain feel happier and made my whole day better. So eat not at your desk, go to a different chair. If you're by yourself, you know, maybe go out and get some food if you can. Don't sit and eat in your work chair working. You can definitely get this done quickly, but it will make a difference and feel like a real break to your body and your brain. Okay, this one is my favorite one. 
And this is like a new thing I'm seeing on social media for doctor hack for taking breaks. And this is to go outside. And, you know, if, when I first started seeing this, I thought, well, I live in Minnesota and it's cold and I don't have time to put on all those clothes and go outside. But there were some people who lived farther north than me that did this. So I, you know, I take that back. Maybe that was just an excuse. But I am seeing this. Doctors who go outside for 10 minutes they, you know, you get that vitamin N, vitamin nature, which is, has a calming effect on you. It's a real change of scene, which also gives your brain somewhat of a reset. And so these things, you know, give you some, some calm and some change. And is this possible for you? Can you go outside? Is there somewhere to stand on grass or on a pathway that maybe isn't cement or to stand under a tree for five or 10 minutes? These can be breaks. Okay, the, the other one I want to tell you is if you are a person who, as a little kid, was one of those kids that ran around. I have a, one of my kids was, when they were a little girl, used to, you know, climb up high in the chairs. We actually had to run her every day. My husband and I would be like, did anyone run her today yet? Because she was just wild if, if she hadn't gotten some exercise. You know, we'd go for a walk and she would probably walk five times as many steps as I did because she was climbing on something and then running across and running back and running behind us and running forward. If this was you as a little kid, pay attention. Also, if you are someone with chronic headaches, pay attention. Or if you're, if you're a general exerciser, pay attention. You are people that need to move. So um, doing a movement break will be meaningful to you. Now, I know a guy who works at a corporation with a large corporate floor. He actually, his watch tells him to move every hour and he gets up and he does a big loop around and then comes back to his desk because he was in a cubicle, you know, and that really worked for him to do that once an hour just to get up and move. Picture, you know, kind of dream about it. What could you do where you work? You know, would you, do you have a stairwell that's safe that you could run up and down? Do you have a big area like this guy where you could do one loop and come back to your desk? Is there something you could pretend to go do, like go walk to the drinking fountain and come back? Um, you know, maybe once a day, mix that with your going outside so that you go outside and, and do 10 minutes of movement outside. You know, I was even picturing, gosh, I could have gone into an empty exam room and... Uh, and jumped up and down or did jumping jacks or, I don't know, lifted my knees. Uh, do a little dreaming, you know, think creatively and figure what, what could work for you. Literally, you could do 60 to 90 seconds of this a few times a day, and this would bring your stress level down so much and help you not eat at night. All right, so today we've talked about how not Taking a break can lead to nighttime eating because that stress all day, if you let it build up, oftentimes goes to buffering with food or alcohol. We've talked about how to take a break in a very short way that could be sustainable. And oh, and the other thing I was going to tell you, I'll tell you now, when they, all these people that study productivity will tell you that productivity actually goes up with taking some breaks. So if you think, no, I just got to push all through the whole day, it turns out that doesn't actually get more work done. So it's a way that we punish ourselves or, or just a way that we think is going to work, but really doesn't. So that was the third thing. <laughs> Great being with you today. 
And this series, I think I have two other things that I'd like to talk about. So those will come up sometime in the next few weeks. And have a great day. And I'm very curious to know what your breaks are going to be. Thank you for listening to the Vibrant MD podcast. If you would like the free download, which is how professional women are losing 10 pounds in eight weeks, please visit my website, vibrant-md.com forward slash tips.